The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableJewel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to your Champions League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer, at, at SGP Soccer. Also, follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC, at BetMUFC. This week's BetMUFC will be dropping a little bit earlier than usual to look back at that game against Everton. And to see where we stand in the top four race at the moment, odds of 20 to 1 for Manchester United's finishing the top four pretty much tell you, pretty much give you a spoiler as to where we stand in that situation. Also, finally, follow the Twitter account for lockbetting.com. That's at lockbetting.com. At lockbetting.com. So lockbetting.com without the dot is the Twitter account. Lockbetting.com is my premium pay service that has now delivered to you 106 months in a row of transparent track profit. Means we are just two months away from being able to say that we haven't had a single losing month in sports betting for nine years straight. We are on month number 107 at the moment. We've made a profitable start to the month of April. There is still time to sign up. We have Champions League action tonight. We have domestic soccer action throughout the month. We have a big boxing card with Tyson Fury fighting this month. Our last boxing card went 9-1. and 
we have tennis, we have the NBA playoffs, loads and loads of action to get involved in. Our NBA record is phenomenal this season. So if you want to get involved, head over to lockbetting.com. If you want to do your research, go to the pin tweet at the top of the Twitter account at lockbetting.com and look at the PL. We have just swapped the month of February for the month of March. But if you want to go back and look at the month of February, January and all the other previous months, go to that month of March PL, which is the pin tweet. Have a look at the tags at the bottom. They say things like football, tennis, NBA, and one of those tags says PL. By clicking the PL tag, that will give you access to all of the other previous PLs, and you will see how tracked and how transparent this service really is. Because underneath all of those PLs, you can see comments from the clients. Now, you can leave comments underneath every single post, but it is particularly important for the PLs because it verifies the facts that plays have not been added to pad out the PL that didn't really exist, and losing plays have been added or haven't been taken away so that it always accurately reflects what happened in the previous month. Therefore, this 106 months in a row of Transparent Track Profit is 100% legit. Moving on to this edition of the Champions League show, where we'll be covering these quarterfinal second legs. I just want to let you know before we start that the World Cup show is still coming out. Unfortunately, that got derailed from coming out before this Champions League show because the illness that I spoke about on Friday's shows when I was putting out the weekend content, that got significantly worse. I thought I was coming through it because Thursday was bad and Friday was worse than Thursday. And I thought I'd wake up on Saturday after medication and whatnot with an improvement. But I was nailed down to my bed, a bed of sweat. So not only was I waking up in a bed of sweat where I was boiling, boiling hot and had to force myself out of bed. As soon as I got outside, I had shivers and it was actually a warm day in Liverpool. And I ended up shivering my way through the entire Everton versus Man United game, despite it being out in a hot. So I was hot and I was cold and immediately the symptoms screamed out to me, COVID. This is COVID again. This is COVID part three. This is exactly what COVID felt like. So I actually had the um, PCR tests on me just in case some grounds end up asking for them um, because they do still have them in their emails when they send out the tickets, but nobody actually tests on, nobody's actually tested so far since the restrictions were lifted. But it is down to each and every individual ground if they choose to do so. But I have them on me anyway, is my point. And uh, I took the test and the test was negative. So this wasn't, this wasn't COVID. It was just probably some horrible scouse flu that I picked up walking around the rough streets of Liverpool. And some people think I give Liverpool a a, a hard time. My 11 year old was walking around with me through Liverpool and he acknowledged that this was one of the worst places that he'd ever been to when he was walking around. I mean, it was, it was horrible. We saw, um, people fighting with each other, guys pissing in the street, girls pissing in the street. We're talking like half seven in the evening. We saw a man standing up asleep. Uh, We saw girls trying to start fights with each other uh, when we were coming back from eating. And this was a little bit later, about nine o'clock. We saw one girl trying to start a fight with another one outside a kebab shop. I swear her name was uh, Donna McGregor. 
As for the other girl she was trying to fight with, it was uh, Aintree weekend and uh, all these girls were dressed up in, in dresses because that's what you're supposed to wear to the race course. And uh, I think this girl was far too big for her dress. It was like her boobs were going to fall out, but she was still up for the fight. It was like she had a blue belt in karate. I swear her name was Racky Chang. But um, anyway, that was uh, that was Liverpool and uh, it was not a great experience, especially when you look at the Everton Manchester United results. So that's what's kept me down, but it won't keep me down for long. I, I am doing this podcast today. I'll be dropping the Europa League one tomorrow and immediately after that, then there'll be another gap before we deliver the weekend content. And that is when... I will shoehorn in my World Cup reaction show. The best things that are worth waiting for. So hopefully we deliver some decent pinpoint analysis on the World Cup. And hopefully everything I say is profitable for you guys, having made you wait two weeks extra for the show. So moving on with this show, which I've made you wait nine minutes for, we begin with the game between Bayern Munich and Villarreal where Bayern Munich, despite the fact they lost the first leg, are still the favourites to qualify here from this tie. They are available here at 1-3 with Villarreal at 12-5. Bayern also 1-5 on the money line. It's 6-1 on the draw. And it's 10-1 on Villarreal. Now, if you're basing these odds solely on what you saw on the last game, then these odds are completely wrong because Bayern Munich were the worst team in that first leg against Villarreal. And uh, Villarreal really should have put this tie to bed. However, if you don't take your chances, sometimes margins are very, very slim in the Champions League. And that could lead to your elimination. We know that from Manchester United versus Atletico Madrid. Manchester United dominated the first half of that game. Um, Everything went against them in terms of how the referee refereed the game. To the point where the referee didn't call a foul on Anthony Alanga. Didn't give Manchester United anything, allowed Atletico Madrid players to keep the ball in play for just a quarter of the of the second half without penalising them for time wasting or, or any of their antics throughout the game. And uh, that ended up costing them that one lapse in concentration where we allowed Lodi at the back post to score. That was the end of Manchester United and they lost a very, very slim tie. I use that as an example not to moan about Manchester United's exit from the Champions League, but to indicate that Villarreal will probably go on to rue these misses where they got a Bayern Munich team that were completely cold and they should have put them to bed in that tie. But it's not an automatic I will state this, it's not a complete automatic that Bayern Munich just bounce back here and they have a really, really good day. Because lately, they've been very 50-50 with their good days and their bad days. Bayern Munich 2022 is not the same team that we saw at the end of 2021 or that we saw win the Champions League in 2020. This has been one of the most inconsistent patches of Bayern Munich that I've seen for a long, long time. And... It's not a guarantee that they turn up here. I personally think that they will, but I also don't give them much of a chance of winning the Champions League this season. I think if they get through this tie and end up going up against Liverpool, Liverpool are going to take this team apart if Bayern Munich continue to display the same form that they've done since the turn of the year. I think Bayern Munich win this and... 
I think they get this done in the 90-minute period. Therefore, taking Bayern Munich to qualify at 1-3 to isn't the way I would play this. I would play Bayern Munich to win this in 90 minutes, which is available at 4-6 to minus 150, which is exactly the same as taken Bayern Munich on the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line. Bayern Munich have won 12 of their last 14 home games, beating a minus 1.5 Asian handicap in seven of those victories. Now, that isn't impressive for Bayern Munich as of late. For them to win 12 out of 14 is normal, but for them to only cover the handicap in half of those games isn't impressive. Bayern Munich average five goals per game at home in the Champions League, though, which is why I'm still taking the play. So if you're saying, Billy, why are you pushing for a play which is only cashed 50% of the time? in their last 14 games. Well, it's because they average five goals per game at home in the Champions League. They seem to be a different team in the Champions League. There seems to be a reaction from this team when there needs to be a reaction from this team. Now, we can't base that on the group stage because they sailed through, but we can base it on the last round where they were 1-1 against RB Salzburg. And they were 1-0 down in that game and pushed for an equaliser, which they got, which they weren't able to do at Villarreal. And then they were able to come out of the blocks fast and comfortably win that game, although they did concede chances to RB Salzburg in the process. I think they'll need to score more than a couple of goals to get this done. So I do see Villarreal being able to score in this game. But Villarreal, they don't travel well. And as I said, I think they'll be thinking about those missed chances. They come into this game having lost three of their last four away from home. And they failed to score in any of their losses. But I am giving them a goal here. However, I'm looking for Bayern Munich to be able to score three or four and get themselves over the line and do it within the 90-minute period. So I think this will be the last game where Bayern Munich look like a strong force in the Champions League. I think they'll overwhelm Villarreal and see themselves through. Ultimately, I do think they'll fall short to Liverpool. I think they are inferior to the two top English clubs in this competition. And I think you'll go on to see that. But for the moment... I think they'll overwhelm Villarreal and they'll set up that tie with Liverpool. So my selection is going to be Bayern Munich minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line. Or you can also play this as Bayern Munich to qualify in 90 minutes. For some reason, I am seeing that at slightly better odds at my book. And this makes no sense because there's no way that that cannot mean the same thing. For Bayern Munich to qualify in 90 minutes, they have to have a two-goal win and therefore they have to cover the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line. You see mistakes like this with books. Um, Sometimes there's more money on, on coming through one particular market and it will cause some line movement. And they'll forget to adjust the other line. You'll see it often with with certain markets. You'll see stuff like Bayern Munich to win and both teams to score yes and both teams to score no. And you'll see a price on both teams to score no, which is different to Bayern Munich to win to nil. But it's the same bet. Bayern Munich and both teams to score no would mean Bayern Munich winning with a clean sheet. Yet... You'll see that and then you'll see Bayern Munich to win to nil listed somewhere else in the book and it'll be a different price. So you see this kind of nonsense all the time. It doesn't make any sense. Um, this is this is what the bookies do. They, they overlook things at times and uh, sometimes you could take advantage of it. It's not likely to be there and it'll be marginal if it is. 
But anyway, let's move on. Um, this isn't a tutorial. This is a Champions League show that I want to get through quickly and uh, give you time to get on the selection. So once again, to reiterate your selection, it's Bayern Munich minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line. Up next, we look at today's other game. This was pegged as the tie of the round, but given Chelsea lost the first leg 3-1 at home, largely down to a key mistake by their goalkeeper Mendy at the end of the game, this tie for me looks to be all but over. We're talking about Real Madrid versus Chelsea, where Real Madrid are the home favourites to win again here at 6-4. It's 13-5 on the draw, and it's 8-5 on Chelsea. I cannot make a case for why this tie isn't over. The bookies can't either. Chelsea are the 8-1 to underdogs with Real Madrid the 1-20 favourites. And I think that says it all. I think with that said, it's a little bit more difficult to find a play within the game. But I think the most logical way to go would be to take something like both teams to score or the over two and a half goals. I think it's going to be an open game. Chelsea have to chase it. Real Madrid can pick them off. We pretty much saw that in the first leg and therefore I don't see this one going too differently. The data tells you there have been three goals scored in seven of Real Madrid's last nine games or at least three goals scored in seven of Real Madrid's last nine games and also in seven of Chelsea's last nine. And of course, there were four goals scored in the reverse fixture, which was that 3-1 win. And with Chelsea needing to chase the game, I think that it will open up from the offset and look very much like the last game. Real Madrid should win again at home. They have won seven of their last nine home games in the Champions League. And Chelsea have lost at Juve and at Manchester City this season already. Karen Benzema's in red-hot form. He's got back-to-back hat-tricks in the Champions League and has scored 13 goals in his last eight appearances. Big task for Chelsea here. I see them coming up in coming up on the short end of an attacking game once again here with over two and a half goals being my selection here for this one. Moving on to Wednesday, and we look at Atletico Madrid at home to Man City, where... Man City are the 5-6 to six away favourites. It's 13-5 the draw and it's 7-2 on Atletico. Qualification odds give Man City the big edge off the back of their 1-0 win and out 1-12 with Atletico at 6-1. This is very short on Manchester City because a 1-0 win for Atletico takes this game into extra time and they are capable of doing that. They've shown that against sides previously in the past. However, their defence this season is not as secure as it has been previously and... I think Manchester City are a very, very bad team to play against when you're needing to get the goal to win the game. So this really isn't a situation that suits Atletico Madrid. If they were coming into this tie nil-nil, then it would suit Atletico Madrid perfectly. That's what I think they tried to play for because then Manchester City would continue to push forward against Atletico. They would set up with a high defensive block and they would look for that one opportunity to score. Unfortunately, in the last game, they had no opportunity without a shot on goal. So it's difficult for me to see anything other than Manchester City going through here and winning this game because Atletico Madrid are in a bad situation. If they sit back with a defensive block, there's no, incent- there's no incentive for Manchester City to overcommit to allow Atletico back in the game. Or if Atletico decide to attack Manchester City, which is outside of their DNA, Manchester City can pull them apart and win this game comfortably. Therefore, I'm going to go for City to win this and that's on the money line within the 90-minute period. City have won 10 of their last 12 away games with just two draws. And of course, as I mentioned, 
Atletico failed to register a single attempt on goal in the first leg in Manchester, which is bad when you consider that Manchester City have managed clean sheets in six of their last seven away from home. Atletico have only conceded more than twice in three of their 43 games across all competitions. So this could be another game that goes under two and a half goals. We cashed the under two and a half goals in the last game because I pretty much saw that one playing out exactly as it did. So that was a successful read for me. And here again, I think it will be another one. I think it's going to have a very definitive pattern of play. I don't think Atletico are going to overcommit early, but when they do, City will deliver that sucker punch that effectively ends this tie. So very, very difficult task for Atletico Madrid. I'm going to take City on the money line to get it done here on Wednesday. Final game, pretty irrelevant this one. Liverpool are through after winning 3-1 away to Benfica. They're 1-4 on the money line. It's 21-4 on the draw and it's 9-1 here on Benfica. It'll be interesting to see how through Liverpool think they are and how much they actually rotate. I'm not expecting much rotation at all. Therefore, I'm going for another comfortable Liverpool win. I'm going to take them to cover the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line as I think they'll also catch a, uh, a Benfica team pushing to try and get back into this tie. And I think they'll get ripped apart by a strong Liverpool team who are out there to begin with. And I think Liverpool could then adjust to take players off looking ahead to the FA Cup semi-final but initially I think they'll have their foot down on the gas to get this done as early as possible. Liverpool have won eight of their last nine at Anfield and they've beat the minus 1.5 Asian handicap in six of those wins. Benfica have actually scored in each of their last 19 games so Liverpool will probably need to score three times to cash that selection but I think they're more than capable of doing that. I think they're capable of scoring more goals in Benfica but luckily they didn't because the lock on that show was Liverpool under four and a half goals. So closing out with a lock on this show as we look to continue our decent run in the Champions League. This is tough because there are a few plays that I like and get all my official plays over at lockbetting.com but I'm going to go with Bayern Munich to cover the minus 1.5 Asian handicap here against Villarreal. They are the big team in the worst position here. I think Real Madrid and Chelsea was a toss-up, but Liverpool and Manchester City look comfortably through for me. It's surprising to see Bayern in this situation, but I think Villarreal are going to rue those chances. I think Bayern Munich are a different team at home as Villarreal are a different team away. And despite their poor form in 2022, I think Bayern Munich sharp here and cover the Asian handicap line. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.